the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Above the music, we you are listening to Ion Real Estate. I'm Dottie Herman, and um, we are very lucky to have such great guests on. We're on the line. We're going to finish up with Steve Wagner, who's an attorney, and we've been talking to Steve about what what do you do if there's odors, or there's a neighbor that has terrible odors, or there's smoking, or you feel that there's smoke in your home. How do you go around it? And what do you do when you're buying a property? Do you want to check some of the the rules that they have for those kind of things. And we're joined also with our industry's top expert in insurance, Mike Conti, and he is a, a principal of Honig Conti and Perino Insurance Agency. And uh, we've had him on the show before, and we're going to talk to Mike about some of the myths about homeowners insurance, which there's – insurance is complicated. I think – I don't think – I think people – I don't – don't know how much insurance they really need and what's really covered or not. So uh, we also thank, welcome thank you. you with any of you. You're welcome, but that's so true. And we're going to also take any questions. Again, you're listening to Iron Real Estate, 866-970-9622. But I just have to finish up with Steve on this. So, Steve, we were talking before the news about okay, if you're living in a building and you find that there's either – an odor problem, whether it's smoke or somebody cooks some kind of weird food that levels that's, or maybe it's a drug smoke and that has, what do you do? Well, uh, if you're buying and you want to make sure that there's not a problem, I mean, you can put in the contract, have them make a representation that they, that the people have either never made a complaint or received a complaint. I mean, but that that usually uh, expires. That representation expires with the closing. But as a practical, uh, the other thing you can do is you can look at the board minutes and see whether, you know, have your attorney or you yourself or a paralegal from the law firm go down there and read all of the minutes and see whether or not there's any been discussion of any of any complaints. Um, But I was talking about practical things to do. Let's say you're living there. One of them is, and, and this is, it's not just something that you as the owner can do, but very often involves the co-op. And I can tell you I'm on my co-op board, and I, I push for these things hard if we have an issue. One of them is to make sure that the fan on the, uh, the roof of the building, which is exhausting, uh, usually exhausting 
um, you know, uh, from uh, bathrooms and, and often from kitchens, um, uh, that that fan is working properly. And, it, and I will off, often recommend to get an oversized fan and have it work at a very low speed so that it, it A, lasts a long time, and, B, um, it doesn't make a lot of noise. Another thing is to check to make sure that wherever there's been construction in that apartment, very often there can be um, um, openings behind uh, uh, cabinets, behind uh, you know the sink or whatever where pipes come through, and these are places where odors and noise, for that matter, can come through very easily. They have to be checked and sealed. Right. Right. Um, very often, very often, there's something called fire stopping, which prevents fires from going up and down between floors. If the fire, if the building is an older building, it may not be fully fire stopped. Well, there's something that that's the responsibility of the co-op. I actually did that in my co-op. I fire stopped an apartment where there was a noise, uh, excuse me, an odor problem, and and we got rid of it by doing the fire stopping, which added safety and stopped the problem. And then finally, they have these little machines that are almost like reverse vapes. Instead of having to suck on them to get the smoke, these actually push the smoke out. And you can go around the apartment with these little smoke-making machines and actually follow the air, follow the, you know, the, where, the, where it's coming in and where it's going out. And if you seal those places, you can stop the odors. Even you know, if there's holes there, it'll even Listen, help with the noise. At the... At the end of the day, for all our listeners, if you live in a building where there's multiple tenants, then, you know, you're sometimes at the mercy because you could have a great tenant, a great next-door guy or neighbor or woman, and then they move and somebody doesn't comes in that you don't like. So the first thing is really, I think, to try to have a relationship with who's ever next to you that you can hopefully talk it out. Um, I just got a, a text, an email from somebody, um, and then we're going to go to talk about some insurance uh, myths. But somebody's now, I always tell people, if you're buying a co-op, you need to use a broker that knows how to deal with co-ops and knows the boards and what. But generally, and this is a tricky thing, I don't think people outside of New York realize how it's important, how important it is. But when you're doing a package for a co-op board, which for those listeners who have never lived in a co-op, you've got to fill out all this information they want in your life, you know, and everything else, then some. Um, and they want recommend they and the co-op board also wants some recommendation letters. Are there any mistakes to avoid that you would give our listeners when they're doing that recommendation letters? Boy, that's a tough question. Um, you know, I, I when I'm looking, I actually sit on my board's uh, admissions committee, and um, I'm looking for something that doesn't look canned. Um, I'm looking for something that looks like it was, you know, from the, more from the heart um, right. and somebody who's known the person for a long, long time. Um, the mistakes I've seen on uh, recommendations is where uh, people, uh, uh, there was one guy who submitted something. Uh, we thought he was a, uh, a flipper. He was buying uh, apartments from, a, uh, from foreclosure sales. And he had a uh, contractor who works for him um, write a recommendation telling us that he was a fair guy and uh, basically never um, did anything bad to him. I mean, that was 
that was not a rousing recommendation. It was sort of a, a negative strike. But I guess that's all the guy could do. I mean, right. most, people, most people get nice recommendations, though. Um, it, it, Can I, if you're really at a high-end building, you're going to, you know, sometimes, um, you know, uh, having people of note right, uh, that's never a mistake, I don't think. Right. Mike, were you going to say something or add yeah, something to I, that? Can I ask Steve a question? Hey, hey Steve, uh, are you looking at the, the Facebook uh, pages and the Twitter feeds and, and the Instagram accounts to get – I mean, I would Good think boy. that today those are a better measure than uh, an endorsement letter because, let's face it, I mean, I'm not going to ask someone who hates me to write an endorsement letter. I would hope not. You're right. I mean, you're not going to – hopefully you're not going to get someone who does that. Uh, that's a good point. Looking at the Facebook profiles and stuff of that nature, I, I thanks do it now to get your credit to check on right. you know, Steve. I mean, it's a different yeah, well, world. Well, that well, we well, live in. well, the, the standard report, um, which is authorized by the uh, purchaser, goes through financials. It goes through um, uh, uh, criminal records, sex offenders. Um, and, and, you know, very basic stuff like that. I myself haven't used social media. Um, and, I, again, I sit on one of those committees. There's nothing illegal about it. Um, no, it's out there. It's public. You know, if you wanted to get a lifestyle, you know, if you're in a building where they cherish their peace and quiet, you know, do you really want to bring in a, a, you know, a rock star drummer or something like this? You know, I mean, I would think that the social media would be more of an a effective tool today than, than anything, actually. Well, you certainly don't want Mr. Party coming in, living right next no, to you. No, and, 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 and look, there were stories where they didn't want Madonna, they didn't want famous right. people, they didn't want attorneys because they felt they could get litigated to death. So, you know, I think what you really want to do, uh, and this is my advice, I'm not an attorney, I'm not an insurance either, but first of all, you want to talk to a broker and that, you know, and at Douglas Elliman, I really... A broker that's familiar with the building, familiar with the boards, because the boards of every building are going to be different and maybe look for some are a lot more lenient than others and kind of knows what they're looking for so they can gear you. And truthfully, if you're not going to fit into the building, or then maybe you don't even want to live there. But I know some buildings don't want famous people. Now, that's to me, you know, they don't want the publicity or they don't want paparazzi. paparazzi. So I think that you should talk to the broker. And I think, as you said, Steve, for most buildings that are, you know, what they're looking for is someone who's going to be a good, you know, a good neighbor. Okay. Right. And uh, and then, you know, we'll talk another day on really the package and how you have to really have that package done properly because you have to dot the I's and cross the T's and it's very tedious. And I don't suggest someone who's never done it do it by themselves. Steve, I have a, I have a, I'm serious about this question. We were discussing odors and smells and everything, and I mean this sincerely. What happens if the neighbor smells? Oh, no, it happens. We have, we, we've had that. We've See? actually had you have? that. And, and, and yes, it, it usually is uh, somebody who has Collier syndrome or, or hoarding. Um, very often they do not take care of themselves, and the apartments themselves are absolutely disgusting. Um, they, they get like that. There's actually a section of every proprietary lease I've ever seen 
that allows a board to terminate for objectionable conduct. And the objectionable conduct can be, I mean, not the odor of the person themselves, but the conditions in the apartment. It's, you rarely get somebody who smells who doesn't have all the other issues. And um, so th there is a way of going to a board, and usually it's not just one person who's complaining. If, if that is the case, you usually get a whole floor complaining. Um, and I can also tell you, it, it, it's sort of part of the entertainment package that they also have either bed bugs, cockroaches, oh. mice, or some other things. I mean, it, it, when you get somebody who's in that category, um, it, it usually is not just one thing. So there and it's are not ways going to affect of, just one apartment, Pop. You know, it might affect more of Oh, oh, absolutely building. will not. It, 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 it goes all up and down the hall, and particularly with, uh, uh, you know, um, pests. They, it, it's a horrible thing to have an apartment with somebody next to you where they have either um, roaches or, or uh, uh, bed bugs or something like that. And very often the people who are living there, because it's, it's actually, it's a mental illness. It's part of obsessive compulsive disease and they don't see it. And unfortunately, um, you have to be careful in dealing with that because the courts can be sensitive to that and, and want to even appoint a guardian or perhaps have adult protective services come in and check things out first. So it, it's, it's a process, but it is possible. There are provisions in the proprietary leases that handle that. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, um, while I right. have you, it's 866-970-9622, and I have a question for Steve from Harry from Queens. Hi, Harry. Hi. Thank good morning, Dottie. Happy Independence Week to you all. Oh, I continue having uh, several noise problems, one concerning a front door, one concerning a water pump running under my apartment. Uh, this is in a Douglas Element sponsored building. I've called before and still waiting for Daddy to call me back. I hope uh, you can yeah. help me. I think I can, and I, I apologize. I really I have to tell the truth. I just forgot. So if you, if you actually just... Give your number at, when your call is done, and he'll I call shall. me. Okay, and I'm a I fan will of call the show you in the beginning of the show. week. No, I honestly, I'm not going to tell you. I it was Fourth of July week. I had a lot of. I, I forgot. I will do that for you. You'll have to give me all the exact information, though. Okay. Yep. But Harry, finish up. So you have the noise so, problem. Uh, yes, uh, one is the front door slamming very loud, and one is a water pump running under my apartment. Uh, all the time. The front door of the building well, slams slams loud? Or? Yes, yes. Are you near the front door where your apartment is? Yeah, I am, uh -huh. but uh, there are eight apartments on the floor as well. Uh -huh. All right, you know what, Harry? Well, That's a specific, and I'll let Steve generally answer it, but again, uh, you will just yeah leave me all your information, and I will call you as soon as I get Great. to somebody, Thank you so which will be Monday. And if you don't hear from me, just, you can, just, just, you'll hear from me, uh, just as long as they, I don't know if they gave me the number or not, but I will definitely call you, Harry. Okay. Um, well, the, the, the answer is, first of all, the, the pump running constantly is probably less of a disturbance than the door slamming occasionally, remarkably, because the, uh, you can block out something that runs consistently. 
uh, in your own in your own hearing, but not the slamming of the doors. But you're really going to have to, if you want to do something about it, and the board otherwise won't handle it. And um, and the, it's not the managing agent; it's the board that has to do that. The what, what you need to do is you need to get a sound expert to come in and measure the sound, and uh, to document that it is not only at certain levels above what would be acceptable for reasonable, but that it happens, you know, uh, with the uh, with the pump consistently and with the door occasionally, and and let them describe that. The um, so that's that's really what you need to do, and unfortunately, that's not an inexpensive thing. These these experts can cost thousands of dollars to come in with their specialized equipment. You can't just do it yourself because if you wanted to bring something into court that you were trying to reproduce the sound, the court wouldn't know whether you're turning the volume up or turning the volume down. These people, what they do is they have highly sensitive equipment and they calibrate it so that they can come in and at least try to um, reproduce the sound in court. But I've never been in a courtroom that, I, that had good acoustics, so it's a very difficult case. Well, let's hope that I can help Harry in some way, and let's see. Couldn't I, in fact, get the city to come in? The city? It's going to be very difficult to get the city to come in because their testing equipment isn't as good as the experts. They use DBA, Obviously. which is aver- averaging, and the... Um, and the uh, experts who you will hire use uh, measure by bandwidth. Both of them are permitted under the law, but the city doesn't have the more expensive equipment that does the bandwidth. And when they average the sound, it doesn't come out as loud, so you may not get a positive, you know, violation of law. Thank you very much. Harry, have a great weekend. And again, I truly apologize. I will make that up to you. Okay, I will hold on afterwards. <laughs> okay, thanks. Um, Thank you. I, you're welcome. And, we have Albert from Manhattan. Hi, Albert. Welcome to Iron Real Estate. And you have comments on Miami? A very good morning to you uh, and your staff. Um, yeah, I, I travel back and forth between New York, between Manhattan and Miami. I grew up in Manhattan. Um, I came here, I'm here for like the last 15 months, soon to move out because uh, I was here on a contract uh, business. But I want to tell you a couple of things. So I heard your portion about Miami Beach and Miami. I, I think, my opinion, very overrated place. I would not, uh, I don't know how people live here year-round, but it's a personal preference on my part. Uh, you are correct. I, I, there are a lot of people that are moving in the Miami, Miami Beach area from all over, especially Latin America. And I am Latino, right. by the way. I'm Venezuelan, to be exact. And it's a, there's a, a lot, there are a lot of Venezuelans and Latin Americans down here. But South Beach, to your point, has become seedy. Now, I know that the Miami Beach Police Department, and I, and I have friends in the government area, they are working on, on cleaning up the area because, I mean, it, when you come down, especially during, uh, you know, the winter months, snowbird months, it is uh, overpopulated, traffic is horrendous. They have shootings down there. They have shootings by the Lincoln Road Mall recently. It was in the Miami Herald. Uh, you, you can look that up. Now, well, I'm, I'm, I, live, I just want to make one more point. I live in an area too. called Midtown, which is right near Edgewater, uh, Dottie, and okay. there are five brand-new buildings being built. I don't know who's going to move into them. It's, it's really amazing how the place is growing. It's turning into a little brickle down here in uh, Midtown. Right, yeah, but just to my point, and I think I read it in the Wall Street Journal. We have offices there, but it wasn't really about South Beach. It's all of Miami. They built so many developments there, and they're still Correct. building that there is really an oversupply. 
Correct. You are correct. I don't know who's... I, I agree, because I live across the street. When I first moved here 15 months ago, it was all dirt. Now you Albert, have five can you buildings. just... Can, can you hold on and finish that? We just of have course. a quick break. 866-970-9622. We're talking to Albert, who's from Miami and New York. We'll be right back. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirabet on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Your life is an important one. Here at AM 970 The Answer, we want to hear how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our programs and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities and challenges, and every day it's our wish that what you hear on this station positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source of much-needed information, or we may provide you with a perspective about the world that is truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we'd love for you to tell us about it. Here's what we want you to do. Visit am970theanswer.com and type in the keyword story for all the details. Then record a video message on a camera or a mobile device and share your story with us. Here's the best part. For sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of a $1,000 gift card. So share your story today. Visit am970theanswer.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's am970theanswer.com keyword story. Once upon a time, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? Now, there's Salem Surround, delivering customers with targeted digital marketing. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hi, this is Jerry Crowley, Vice President and General Manager at Salem, New York. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either AM 970 The Answer or AM 570 The Mission, WMCA. If you love one of these stations, and you should, and you have experience in sales, we'd love to talk to you. You already understand our mission and what we do, so now maybe you'd like to join the team and help us in this mission. If you have sales experience and understand digital marketing, we just might have a job for you. Give us a call at 212-857-9638. Ask for Courtney or leave a message with your information. Again, that's 212-857-9638. 212-857-9638. This could be a life-changing opportunity for you. You'll never know if you don't call. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Hi. We're back. We're, we've had a 
great guest today. Uh, we have Steve Wagner, and he's an expert real estate attorney, and Michael Conte, who's go to our expert in insurance. We've got a lot of questions, and we're on the phone with Albert from Manhattan, and we're discussing you live in Manhattan and Miami, and I um, just got the article that I took that from, and basically it just says that uh, South Beach has gotten a little rough, and that they've built a lot, and that uh, there's a noise, and you know, there's nightlife, yet there are so many people that I know that initially moved from other places in Florida to Miami and South Beach because they felt, oh, gee, there's something to do here. There's a lot going on. So it is a, a, a preference. But you are there and you think that they're working on really uh, maybe it got loud and then there's a lot of building. And now, now they're not only building in South Beach, they're building all over Miami, which really competes with South Beach also. So what's I'm in your an, outlook? I'm in an area. What do you think yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, Albert, what do you think going forward? Do you think, uh, you think it's because they built all over Miami, not just South Beach, or you think it's primarily South Beach? No, it, it's all over Miami. Now, I, I, I worked in the government sector for 26 years, and I'm retired, so I'm familiar with infrastructure. And what? first of all, I live on the border of, of the, uh, the famous Wynwood neighborhood. I'm, I'm right on the border of Wynwood, Edgewater, and Midtown. Across the street from where I live, when I first moved here 15 months ago, it was all dirt. Now you have about five buildings, brand new buildings being built. On, uh, with, I don't know who's moving in here, but it, it, like you said earlier, uh, there's, a, there's an overabundance of, uh, of construction. Every five minutes, there's a new building being built somewhere in Miami. And you do have a lot of, uh, like I told you earlier, a lot of Latinos from, from Latin America coming here, Russians, Germans, people from all over the world coming to Miami. They like the weather or whatever the other, you know, the beaches and so forth. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the issue that I see down here in Miami, and I'm just maybe elaborating a little bit, highways. Not enough of them. You don't have enough highways being built. Uh, you don't have, you have very little public transportation. What about so that be train? Difficult. Aren't they supposed to, didn't they do it already? Or they, they, built a train? they started this new train called the Bright Line, and it, right now it runs two stops. From Miami to Fort Lauderdale, and then my, and then West Palm Beach, and that's it. It's a nice train, but it's the only train that you have. They have a, they have, they do have. I'm sorry, not the only train. You do have a local train, making local stops, but but uh, that's all they have. It, there's not enough. It's well known down here that there's not enough public transportation. You have a lot of homeless people down here in Miami. You have, a, you know, there are lots going on, and uh, I'm looking forward to moving back up north. To be quite frank with you. <laughs> well, listen. Here's what I tell people. You know, you've heard me say this on the show for years that I say, if you've never lived in a place, don't buy right away. Exactly. Rent it first. Spend some time there because when you're going on a vacation, it's one thing. When you're living there, Correct. it might be very different. So I think that's really good advice. And keep us posted on Miami, Albert. Thank you for calling and have a great week. Take care. Week. You too. Thanks. Um, um, Mike, just we're going to have Michael Conte. Let me just answer one quick question. Mark from New Jersey. Hi, Mark. Thanks for calling I on Real Estate. Hi, Dottie. It's always a great joy to talk to you. And you're, well, you have a very knowledgeable person. I love talking to you. Thank you. Thank um, you. I'm selling my house. I told you a few weeks ago. I have the house near the beach. Yes. And, and the, the, the town is booming. They're building condos like crazy all over the place. The Long oh, Branch. that's good. And that's they're right good. down the street from South Beach and Long Branch, one bedroom condo is one point five nine million. Wow. For one little 
condo. It's ridiculously high. Anyhow, um, it's just so South Beach, like Miami at the Jersey Shore. Well, anyway, I'm selling my house, and I have somebody who's going to buy it, and she, she definitely wants it, and I told you about her. And she wanted a little bit off because we owed her some money, remember? And I told you. Yes, she told anyway, me about that. There was so a friend. She, she, she money. wants to buy it. But the question is, is we, call, we call the bank for her. Do we have to get it appraised by a bank, by her bank? Does she have to have it appraised? Or can her she bank, just get the loan? Mark, let me say this. Her bank, if she takes out a mortgage, unless she's paying all cash, anybody that takes out a mortgage, the bank, the bank appraisal, people are going to come in regardless of what you what your appraiser says and they're going to appraise the house they might not come inside they might just eyeball it from outside but the bank is wants to make sure that their loan uh, the bank will do it is that a law is that a law that well, they the have to do that? Lend, it's not it's not that it's a law the banks generally when they're giving a mortgage out they want to make sure that you're not now that you're not so well, i heard so that the house has this ass inspection by the, oh, the, in order to get a mortgage in the state of New Jersey, I heard by like three different banks and even a credit union, they said that it has to pass inspection and well, it goes through a vigorous inspection. Is that, is, is that true? Okay. Well, let me just go back to your appraisal question first and then I'll answer the inspection. Uh, if somebody is putting a big down payment, well, let's say, you, what were you selling your house for? Just give me that right. I forgot. You told me and I, I forgot. You Let's just say your house is 600000 and let's say somebody's applying for a $500,000 mortgage. The bank's going to appraise that house, and as long as the house appraises for over $500,000, the bank will probably give the mortgage, but the, the buyer is going to know that the house didn't appraise for what you, they paid for it. Okay, they just want to make sure they're going to get their money back. All right, and so they want to, so they'll send an appraisal. As far as inspection, now in New York, I, you know, there's normal things they look at, like you know, do you have a, you know, termites or things like that. But you don't have to pass. The bank doesn't always go into the house. Uh, I don't know if it's different in Jersey. I don't, I don't think it is, and I don't have Ace on the show today. But I, I, I will ask. But I think right now, as far as an appraisal, you need to know how much money she's putting down. Before I would let okay. my house be sold to somebody, I uh, would... She has the money to put it down. I just, well, I if, she puts a lot of money, if she puts a lot of money down, if she puts a decent down payment down, more than likely... How much down payment should she put down, Daddy? How much? 10%, 20%? Well, she should put 10%. I would put more than 10 I, I would want her to put 20 25% down. And say that, you know, and, and, and I was this way, you know, what, you don't want to take a buyer that's, you can get a mortgage with 5% down, but it's going to be a lot, it's tougher, okay? I would, you know, I would bid it out. I mean, I would say if you want the house, give us 20, 25%, and I, I would seek a few things that I have written in the contract, because if she doesn't get a mortgage, then she will then be able to get out of the contract. Which is fine if you think you have other buyers. I think you did tell me you might have other buyers also. Um, so if you want to give her a shot, though, this is a month and a half, and you're wasting a good, good selling season. Okay. So I would say get it, get it on the move. She's talking, but I don't see her doing action. You need to get oh, an attorney, okay. and you need to have her sign a contract with you. She's got it. 
So it's, uh, I have to pass inspection, Dottie, or get a to get a mortgage loan. Do you or does she? I mean, for you to get the mortgage or for her to get the mortgage? For her to get the mortgage. That's the question, because she could get a mortgage easily. I heard somebody told me that if, there, if there's a, something wrong with the roof or if there's something wrong, they don't like the paint. Or if there's something wrong so. with there's something wrong with the house, anything wrong. No, with the I mean state. usually usually a buyer get, no usually what happens is a buyer has and I would never recommend that they don't do this that a buyer has an engineer's report done on the house so they know what's wrong with the house and if there's something huge that they're that they know they're going to either not take the house or they're going to knock your price down. Okay, right. so so if there's if you're more things, it's minor. But the thing yeah. is, if I'm it's just a minor thing, I wouldn't worry about it. If it's a minor you know, thing, I wouldn't worry about it. I get it because of, you know, you know, yeah. it's an older house. And, Don't and worry I heard about ben it. But let me know next week if you go to contract, if she writes a contract. Okay, I'm thank you. Have a good weekend, Mark. Okay. I mean, that's a whole. I have a question for Mike Conti. Mike, what if you buy a house, you have it insured, and two weeks later, the roof caves in or something like that? Is the insurance company going to pay? Uh, I got a chime in the middle of your question that uh, I kind of cut out. Uh, so if you could just people always hear first. chimes when I talk, Mike. <laughs> Sometimes entire melodies. We were just talking to a gentleman about having your house inspected uh, before you know you buy it. Um, what if you buy a house and then two weeks later the roof caves in? You have it insured, of course, and then two weeks later the roof caves in. Is the insurance company just going to pay for that? I mean, typically, you, you know, collapse is a covered peril under the homeowners, so there, there are conditions for the collapse. Uh, I believe that there's a good chance that it would be paid, but uh, there's a good chance that it wouldn't. So if it was termites that caused that ate through the beams and no one caught that on the inspection, then probably it wouldn't be paid for. But there are some uh, defects that uh, an uh, insurance company would pay for, and um, you know, then and you get it gets really complicated. It's a great question, and we could talk about this all day because there's partial collapse. Some some carriers don't a partial collapse is not a collapse. So what is the problem? If the whole thing collapsed, that is a collapse. Was it covered a covered peril that triggered it? So right. unfortunately, in insurance, nothing is really easy. It's but, it's a lot of what ifs and how tos. But let, the young man that was just on there, Albert. I mean, I just went through to selling my parents' house in Jersey, and there was something they threw at me at the last minute which knocked me out. It was called a CCO inspection, which is tip, which not every town in New Jersey has. But, for example, we had to represent that the smoke alarms were working, that the CO2 alarms were in place, that the heat alarms were in place, and, and uh, fire extinguishers in the house. So maybe that's what they're talking about. That, again, that's Mike, by town. Can you, Mike, can you hold on? We're taking a quick break, sure. and then you can finish that answer. That's a good point, because Jersey's different than New York. We'll be right back. You're listening to Iron Real Estate, 
Your table, ladies. Thank you so much. So, Vicky, how have you been? Great. It's been so long. Last time we saw each other was what? Your daughter's wedding on that yacht? What was it? The Atlantis? Yes, the Atlantis. It was perfect for the wedding with its three decks, bridal suite, immaculate restrooms, dance floor, and state-of-the-art sound system. The food and service was great, and I hear they bake those delicious rolls right on board. They do. You know, I've been trying to decide what to do for my daughter's Sweet 16 and some corporate events. You should absolutely book the Atlantis. They do more than just weddings. Sunset cocktail parties, bar and bat mitzvahs, luncheons, and guests are able to board from several locations. Francesca was so easy to work with. Call her at 212-385-9400 or email her at events at franstouchofclass.com. Charter the Atlantis for your event today. Call Francesca at 212-385-9400. 212-385-9400 or visit franstouchofclass.com and charter the Atlantis. When it comes to protecting your family, home, or business, you need a name you can trust. You need us. Honig Conti Perino Insurance. In Manhattan since 1902. We're family-owned, experienced, and credible. We believe in a face-to-face, roll-up-your-sleeves approach. Our clients receive individual and personal care. Honig Conti Perino. The name to trust. Call 212-777-7113 or honigconti.com. H-O-N-I-G-C-O-N-T-E dot com. Honig Conti Perino. Not just providing insurance, but insurance guidance. Warning. Property protected by electric fence. Sharks sighted in water. Warnings are truly handy. Bridge out. But you may not always get a warning when it comes to threats to your identity or the personal information on your devices. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection includes Norton Security for even more protection. LifeLock uses proprietary technology to help detect identity threats, like your personal info for sale on the dark web. And Norton Security protects up to five devices from ransomware and other online threats. Plus, if you have a problem, our agents will work to fix it. Of course, no one can prevent all identity theft or cybercrime or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but having someone looking out for you... Warning, minefield ahead. ...will help keep you out of danger. Join now and get 10% off your first year. Go to lifelock.com and enter promo code TITTLE. That's promo code TITTLE for 10% off. LifeLock with Norton. More detection, more protection. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Get your vehicle ready for 4th of July travel. Right now at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store, pick up five quarts of mobile super synthetic motor oil for $19.95. Protect against sludge and wear with mobile super synthetic motor oil at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Um, yeah, we had just a call from Albert who had talked about he's got a home in Jersey and he has to say require an inspection before this people could buy it. And let me, and I think, and again, I'm more familiar with New York, but I think what he's talking about, first of all, I think that if you buy a home anywhere, you should have an engineer's report done where they come and they, and you pay for it and that you meet that engineer and you go through the house and they're going to tell you, you need a new roof or, you know, 
They're going to tell you what, you're looking for structural damage. You're not looking for like you know little it's and bitsy things. You know, if there's a smoke alarm, that what what we were talking about, and Stephen said like in East Hampton there might be a code that each town that towns have, and that the house has to be up to code, and that's different than an inspection on the physical. That's right. Thing. I mean, because right. a lot of houses are going to sell as is or might be a handyman special, and they'll discount the price accordingly. But there's certain things that you need to do for codes, and every place is different, so I can't rattle And, Mike, the Conti, that's what I think you were talking about, the CCO. Right. Well, you know, it's funny. That, so we, we got through this whole process, and, and one of the other things that we had to go through, and the engineer for the other side brought up the IFAS because my, my parents' house was uh, IFAS-clad. So we had to get an inspector IFAS? in. A, I, What's IFAS? IFAS. IFAS. What's, what is that? Uh, it's Exterior Insulation Finishing System. It's an acronym. Um, and it's, it's fake stucco. You know, years ago, everything oh. was cement stucco. Now it's a synthetic stucco that they use all over Jersey. And if it's not applied properly uh, according to the manufacturer's um, uh, specifications, uh, you have a, mo a, a mildew and a water problem that eats away at the wood uh, framing. So uh, the inspector for uh, the other side um, questioned the IFAS, the soundness of the IFAS. We had an inspection done for that, and he puts a water meter probe in there uh, to, to measure the, the, you know, the dampness beyond the exterior finish. And uh, in our case, you know, we were very fortunate. It was, it was perfectly done, and it, it tested out well. But that was another uh, inspection, and, and the banks won't insure. The banks won't lend unless you get that either. By the way. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, Michael. Was that due to a um, the buyer having an inspector, it, and then that inspector noted certain things? Uh, right. Because that's right. one point. Because you might be fine with the town or the municipality but when somebody and i recommend every buyer have an inspection that they're going to go in and they're going to look and they're going to tell you this is what's wrong with the property and right. then you can either accept that or you can go to the seller and say look these are things that are you know and i want an adjustment on the price or i want them fixed before i move in or something of that nature but we're trying to and again i don't know i'm going to find out by next week I think what our caller was talking about is, is it up to code, meaning like are the alarm systems there, is there carbon monoxide? I think what you were talking mm -hmm. about is more like the towns and, or the municipalities code, and I think they're different everywhere. That's right. right. For instance, in East Hampton, right. it happens to be if, if you have a swimming pool, all the doors that lead to the swimming pool have to have an alarm system on them if that door opens. If you don't have it, the town won't give you a certific certificate of occupancy, and you can't sell your house. Right. Yep, that's exactly. Or if you did some, well. or you if you did some, uh, maybe you put a patio on, or maybe you finished a basement, but you didn't have it done to code. You didn't have a licensed electric. You didn't. The, a lot of times, then it's that that CO is you don't have a CO. And then it's up to the person whether they want to buy a house without a CEO. And right. then it's also up to the bank whether they want to give you a mortgage. So it really gets complicated. But as far as Jersey, I'll find that out for next week. But, Mike, while I have you on the line, let me ask you something. Because everyone, I mean, 
you'll give us a little at a time because insurance covers so much. But I think during one of our breaks, I, I think Stephen asked me a question. He said, Dottie, uh, what if you, uh, is it better not to put a claim in so that your insurance doesn't go up? And I said, well, I don't know. I said, it's kind of like when sometimes you have a, if you have a little fender bender with a car, sometimes somebody will say, don't, you know, pay this. Let's just pay it. Let's just settle it together because I don't want to go through my insurance company. And their fear is that their insurance is going to go up. Is there ever a time when that could happen? Well, you know, that's a great question. Um, it, yes, yes, uh, today more so than years ago. And I think that this is where, you know, in the top of the hour, I was listening to you to the show, and, and you were talking about you need to use a broker to sell and buy the real estate, and I agree wholeheartedly. And I say the same thing when you, when you buy insurance. You know, you, you need a broker. And I had a call just the other day where, where someone called and they said, hey, I want to put in a claim. And they had a high deductible. And, and I wanted to vet through the process to determine whether it's even worth putting the claim in. And I said to the young lady, well, look, we have a $1,000 claim. Why don't you get an estimate? If the claim exceeds that, we will put it in. Now, when you don't have a broker to guide you and to give you that instruction and you just called your, you know, your uh, online home insurer, the minute you call, they're obligated to establish a claim, investigate it, and now you're on the clock. So you're, you, you have had a claim with them. Regardless of whether you collected anything or not, your claim record now shows that you've had a claim. And wow. so it's a very good question, and I think that's, once again, you need the expertise of a professional to guide you through these things. I, I also tell people that, you know, they, they, sometimes they think I'm a priest, and if they tell me, it's okay. Uh, but I've had uh, many situations where I said, listen, I have to report this. This is, a, this is so serious that I must do this. There's no way that this will not uh, come back to bite you. And, and, and you know, that, that's what we do, and quite frankly, yeah, we look out for the customer. We try to guide them and give them the information they need to protect their, uh, their um, claim count for the future. So, Mike, when should somebody, let's assume that somebody had a rental or maybe they lived at home, and if they had a rental they rented, they didn't have insurance, and now they're buying their house. At what point should they be contacting you? Should they be contacted? Well, you know, you, I, I mean, at what I, point do they call for your advice and, and what they should be doing and how much insurance they're going to need? Because I don't really think the banks, uh, I don't remember, but I could be wrong, but I just remember my, my experience with buying houses that the banks really, you know, I, they weren't that particular as long as the insurance covered the mortgage. Well, well I got to tell you, right, right now the banks are driving us crazy. Uh, they uh, are. That's a great topic. Um, you know, they, so a customer goes, uh, they go to contract on a house, and they'll call us, and they'll say, hey, my bank won't schedule a closing until I give them an insurance policy. And right. my immediate question is, when is the closing? Oh, we don't know. Well, I need to use a date for any kind of contract. We need to have an effective date. Uh, and oftentimes, um, you know, the bank will require me to put a contract in force one week before the person owns the, the home, which is absolutely ludicrous because you have no insurable interest in the home until you own it. Right. Um, and, and probably there are some arguments about that, too. But generally speaking, you don't have an insurable interest. So we're giving you a contract that you're paying for that 
that will do absolutely nothing. So I guess the point, the, the correct answer is when you have a closing date, you should get on the phone with me, and we'll we'll take you through whatever you need to do. I mean, I get a call at 9 o'clock. But what if get, you I have, Michael, would you say if you have a closing date, most contracts are going to say on or about. On or about, right. Okay, which gives you leeway of 30 days before that date or 30 days after. I'm pretty sure, Steve, if I'm correct or I'm, you're the attorney. But on or about is like, you don't have an exact closing date. You can right. kind of. And, and w- so what we do s- sometimes is we sh- we will write a letter of representation to the bank saying, "Hey, we've uh, we've conducted our underwriting review, and we can promise you that we can secure an insurance policy for this homeowner's a lot for this homeowner." A lot of times, that that's really what the bank wants to know, uh, because there are some situations where. It is very difficult to get homeowners insurance, and I don't think they want to get stuck in the Un- middle of Unfortunately, something. Unfortunately, we only have two minutes left, and oh I know, I know, this is so interesting. Yeah. I would love it if Mike Conti could tell the listeners where they can reach him, and Steve Wagner would do the same. Mike, where can we reach you? Well, you know, I'm at uh, the phone number we've had for, for, I guess, the last 80 years, 212-777-7113. <laughs> Extension 6277, home Mike, say copy, it's, Say it slowly again, the phone number, please. More slowly. 212-777-7113, extension 6277. That's great. And Steve uh, Wagner, sir? Um, no, sp- my telephone number, and I pick up the phone myself, is 646-791-2083. Or srwagner at wagnerberkow.com. Yeah, we're going to start putting that out. And when we, we're working on um, all of our, our, our whole thing that's online so that people will have the numbers. First of all, I want to thank Steve Wagner and Michael Conte. Like, you've been great. And I hope you will come back because we really just touched the surface. And thanks to all of our listening audience and our online audience for making our show what it is. And remember, when you ask a question to Ion Real Estate, there's a million other people that benefit and have the same question. Have a great week. Enjoy the rest of the week, and we'll be back next week. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.